<laughs> if it was 12 o'clock, we'd be finished. <laughs> Good, Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Ah. Well, <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Welcome to HealthyLife.tv. We're just having a bit of a laugh here. So uh, we were chatting for about quarter of an hour beforehand, making tea and things like that. So yeah. so today's episode. Um, anyway, before I do that, I'm Paul Bursey. My co-presenter is... I'm Warren Connolly. Nice to have you here with us. I'm coming, nice. I'm coming to you from uh, Hungary. Why do you have to think about that? <laughs> <laughs> Be different if you use an international jet setter and you couldn't remember what country you were in. But, uh... <laughs> okay. no, in, my, in my mind, I'm an international jet setter. <laughs> in reality, I'm might be an international couch. jet setter. Um, again. again. Anyway, here's today's episode. What really makes you fat? Now we'll get into that in a minute. But how's your week going, Warren? It's going fat, thanks. Going fat. <laughs> now you had a bad fall the other day so you're only just just getting back into training aren't you so. yeah i only just had my first workout today so yeah it's it, it's amazing hey I, yeah it's, i'm 48 i'm 48 years young i had a i had a fairly a, a fairly bad fall i actually thought i'd broken my elbow so and here you can see i've got yeah. had a, a big nice cut big Big, nice big gash all the way down to my elbow got caught on the edge of a stair on the other side i've got a couple of grazes and cuts and stuff but i thought i'd broken my elbow because that's how hard i hit it and uh yeah that was on sunday afternoon you know i've just covered up the i've just covered up the the cut i cleaned it up i covered it up you know i've put a plaster over it and i've just left it so just kept it clean and it's now wednesday and it's feeling really good it's been this for the first for the first day and a half i could i could barely move with my move my arm because of the pulling you know that cut and now it's it's amazing it feels good to it feels good to know that you're healthy and fit and your my immune system is is very strong it's good to know that yeah same as me same as yeah me. yeah and you're 48 and i'm not <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I, I'm not going to tell you my age, but the most famous road in um, in America. Route <laughs> 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 sixty six. <laughs> anyway, so well, I, I, I did. Sorry, I did. I mentioned that because I know that most most guys at the age of forty eight, if they had had the fall that I had had, all right, they wouldn't be moving their arm around after two three days. No, that's and, right. Yeah. You know, and so, getting back into their training and stuff like that. So yeah, it's it's just a testament to yeah the way we you and I look after ourselves and our health. Well, it was only less than 18 months ago that I fell headfirst out of the bath. <laughs> I don't think it made any difference. I would, ne I would never have said so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you step on the, the slope slopey bit. Anyway, I'm still here, I'm still functioning quite well. So we're going to deal with what really makes you fat. Now, what causes obesity? It's just a, I'm just throwing a question out there. Um, excessive calories or the wrong carbohydrates? I don't, I don't want an answer from, from anyone at the moment. I just want you to think about it. Which is more important? Well, which is more the more important cause of obesity? You know, is it eating too much? Is it eating too many calories? Is it not exercising? 
Is it eating the wrong kinds of food, especially uh, easily digested carbohydrates? Why do so many of us get fat? Now, I'm adding myself in that. Not that I've ever got fat, but um, I've got a, I've done it like you, Warren. I've got a metabolism that burns fast. So I don't think I'd ever, unless I really, really worked at it, I would never get, you know, big. So, but the key, I think, is that we're all unique. We're all different. Our body reacts different to food and other environmental factors, things like that. And um, so I'll talk about how I would deal with someone who is overweight um, a bit later. But um, let's carry on talking about obesity. What, what do you think the percentage of the the world is obese? Oh, the, oh, from a global perspective? Yeah. Everyone is 7 billion on the planet, let's say. Maybe 8 billion. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how they even measure that because if you, take, if you take just China and India alone, how many of those people are accessible for, for monitoring you know, and for... Yeah information for data and stuff very few of them are do you in the eastern cultures and that do you really see many fat people not not typically no you do obviously but you're not not typically in eastern cultures okay no if you well, I mean, let's if just, we'll keep it i'll tell you what we'll keep it to the uk america and australia because mm -hmm. they're so the, the western, worst. the western world yeah western world and, and obviously uh, one of our annexes <laughs> I don't mean that. I love Australia. <laughs> but I think you know where that's coming from. So, but, so let's, let's just talk about those. It's um, worldwide, it's a half a billion people that are obese. Wow. They don't mention overweight, they mention obese. Okay. That is a worrying statistic, not only for the people personally, but also for the healthcare systems. Mm hmm. Um, you know, and I, I think it's I think it's awful. Now, some people care, some people don't. You know, and uh, you see these programs on television sometimes when I bothered to watch it, um, where they have people that are unbelievable weights. Yeah, I mean, full marks for them. I mean, I don't know, they're huge. And that takes a, that takes a lot of dedication to get to that as well, eh? Yeah, but this is yeah, this is people don't realize that it takes dedication to get to that size. Yeah. So why do so many of us get fat? I mean, maybe the answer appears obvious. I don't know, but is it? I mean, the fundamental cause of obesity and overweight is what well, the wealth health organizations say is an energy imbalance between calories consumed and calories expended now do you think it's as simple as that not at all not at all because yeah you know, i for example i could be eating copious amounts of calories in 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 terms of like say uh, rice or potatoes uh, vegetables fruits proteins i could be eating salads and that but loads of calories involved and I may get fat if I'm not careful, if I'm not careful with my training and all that kind of stuff. But there's a very big difference when somebody's consuming calories that are coming from, like you mentioned, empty sources of calories. 
Yeah. You know, calories that have absolutely no nutritional value for the body. And this is this this is where the simplicity gets thrown out the window because it's not simple anymore when that's the case. So we, yeah. Yeah, I think we thought think experts and, and, and us, we thought it was simple, but it's not. I mean, you can put it simply. We either I mean and it, it wouldn't be correct, and that is we either eat too much or we are too sedentary. We don't run, we don't walk. But that they're just parts of it. It's a huge jigsaw, as far as I see it. You know? So Well that the World Health Organization have put it simply in that in the way that they've they've they presented it to the general population. And you know, an imbalance between calories in versus calories out, but they don't they don't stipulate what calories. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, by any, it used to be by any logic and any any excuse that calories, whether they're from proteins, carbohydrates, or fats, you know, um, the macronutrients as we call mm -hmm. them, the three main components. But um, <laughs> it's very easy to pack the pounds these days. You know, and and, uh, and that's what we're up against. You know, it's, um, yes, have you got exercise? Absolutely. But you do that for many reasons. But losing weight necess isn't necessarily one of them, right? The whole idea of exercise, the ice, as I see it, is to help the body, um, the synergistic motion of the body. Um, it's about helping the, the heart pump, Mm -hmm. And you need some kind of exercise. Yeah, mm -hmm. they yes, five or six days, thirty minutes a, a session or whatever. But um, I think that the most important thing is you think exercise. Mm -hmm. This one part, this one small part, you think exercise, which means you're going to do something, you know. And um, but if you were to work it on five or six days a week for thirty minutes walking, you wouldn't be far wrong. You no, see, we mentioned it before. You see loads of people running that shouldn't be running. Yeah. Um, and the reason they shouldn't be running is a they're not used to it. All right. Well, they're not used to moving. Way. They're not used to moving. Body likes to ease into things. Yeah. You eased into the fat one yeah. bite at a time. <laughs> yeah. So why are you not easing into the exercise one bite at a time? You know. Mm -hmm. You see people who are obviously overweight or obese going out running that is so bad for the body because you've got all this massive weight every step of the way going bang 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 added together with the concrete that they're running on mm -hmm. i don't think it's a good thing so what you need to do is make it softer go and have a walk go and enjoy walking first of all if you're not used to walking go out in the park and go and watch the birds and, and have a walk about look at the lake and things like that yeah, just amber amber along amber, amber along. Yeah. amble along until you get used to it and then then you can you know move up to power walking gradually if you want to you know and with and with power walking you're actually using more muscle fibers than you are when you're running because with running you you will eventually yeah. start to use momentum Mm -hmm. And then your body's just moving through the motion so long as you, you keep your legs going. But with walking, it's more purposeful, and you end up using more muscles as a result of that. Yeah. Just one thing about running is I always used to have people say to me, I hate running. I went, so did I when I started. <laughs> <laughs> I said, but there is nothing. I'll tell you now, there is nothing better than when you're fit and you're running 
because you don't think about the running, you're thinking about everything else because you, you're sailing through it. You know. Anyway, we're not here to talk about running. We're here to talk about what really makes you fat. So um, anyway, so the, the normal way of looking at things, um, although the idea is good about reducing the calories and going for exercise, these are very two very small parts of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is conventional thinking. That's been around 40 years, that has. So 40 years only takes us back to 1980, by the way. When I think of 40 years, I think, oh, that takes us well back. But it doesn't. Yeah, 1940. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so, I mean, what, what are we talking about here? Because everything's on the rise. Obesity's on the rise. All these um, diseases of uh, um, humanity are on the rise, like uh, di- type 2 diabetes, mm-hmm. heart problems, you know, um, obviously raised blood pressure and everything. So... Why do you think that is? Is there a rhetorical question for? for no, no, why do you think it is really? I mean, <laughs> I mean, there are a million. I think there's a million answers to it, but um, the ones that stand out are the ones I'm, I'm looking for. You know, we talk about these all the time about processed food. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, and the quality of the food is going down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's a whole it's a whole hodgepodge of or a potpourri of, of reasons, really. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's all to do with, you mentioned it just now, the lifestyle habits and the external influences that are causing these things to happen to us. And the quality of everything around us is reducing, except for certain things like medications and stuff like that. Those are improving in some cases, in some cases. In many cases, they, they're not. And this is what what happens with people is they... They start to develop the issues because they're putting on weight, so they start to take some form of medication, and then the medication adds to that, and then they end up getting fatter as a result of that, um, and then it just it just it snowballs out of proportion. And before it, a person's in their head is that that's it, you know, I'm, I'm never mm. going to be thin again, and they just consign themselves to the fact that they think that they they are going to be fat for the rest of their lives. So yeah, it's. Look, there's so much at play here because everything is stacked against you, right? It's it's becoming more and more difficult to get out and exercise. Yeah. Okay. Um, the quality of the food that you're buying is depleted on a on an annual basis. The quality of food is just continuously being depleted. The quality that is, um, and then the accessibility of cheap garbage that is is we're able to put into our mouths is on the increase yeah it's really yeah i mean just look at look at how many fast food places are anywhere and everywhere at any given time you know i don't know what it's like in the uk now but it's certainly not like that here but like in in dubai for example you know which and dubai has the it may still have i'm not 100 sure but it had the second highest um, um, obesity rate in the world per per, per capita. All right, mm-hmm. with the with the Emiratis, the local Emirati people. Now you can buy, you can get KFC, McDonald's, Burger King delivered to your home twenty four hours a day. Delivered to your front door twenty four hours a day. Yeah, and that's so everything is stacked up against us. 
unless we look for the right, unless we look for the for the right, we ask the right questions and we look for the answers that are going to serve us. Yeah, I think um, just uh, just to be purely honest here, I had a McDonald's at the weekend. Yeah, but that's once once in three three four months. Okay, so it means nothing. Okay, however, if you eat every day, mm, mm. be a little bit different. Might be a little bit different, but um, what I mean, some people have got a problem with their genetics. Some people have got a problem with their environment. Mm -hmm. um, you can use that in two ways: the environment, the people you're around, or the air you're breathing. Um, mm -hmm. And behavioural reasons, I would suggest, probably are the biggest one. All right, not the genetics, but the behaviour. Behaviours, yeah. Because been, you, you yeah. can't, you can't We've blame it. Yes, right? yes, yes. It's just how many days you do it, <laughs> and then 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 you're faced with the fact you you have people who are unable to lose weight, okay, which are few, but most of them are unwilling to heal themselves. Yeah. This, this so is... if if I work with anyone, they have got to be willing to heal themselves mm -hmm. with my help, okay. And they've got to be prepared to look at absolutely every aspect of their life, you know, including sleeping, hydration, everything, exercise, you know, um, going to the loo, what they eat, what they drink, all the other bits they do, their behaviours, their, you know, and, and that's how honest you've got to be if you want to get to the right answers, you know. Um, well, this, is, this is what I believe is one of the key factors that really makes us fat. Is is this thing here? That's that space between our two ears. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. Well, that's yeah, why I said about thin. thinking thin. Mm -hmm. I've always thought thin. Now, the highest weight I've ever been is about fifteen stone. Right, I must be about twelve at the moment. Twelve? No, more than that. Must be more than twelve stone. Must be about thirteen, I would think. But I, I because I feel thin, I feel slim and thin. I don't even bother about the weight. It doesn't matter. You know, I went uh, when I was at one of my fittest, I went along to the doctor. He said, you're overweight. And I went, really? <laughs> I've been told that as well before when I was when, like. Yeah, they do this. Um, what do they call it? The, um, the BMI. BMI, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I went, you're having a laugh, you mate. Uh, the, B the BMI is so outdated. And people yeah, unfortunately still but use still, it. Yeah, but they still use it. Yeah. Doctors, dietitians, nutritionists, personal trainers, they still use a BMI. How do you feel? What do you look like? You know, your, have you got any aches and pains? How do your clothes feel on you? When yeah. you put your clothes on, how you do feel they good. feel? Like, you feel good yeah. when you go out, forgetting how you look your face-wise. Because <laughs> no, very, very few people have, um, they like their face today. I think, ooh. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, how do you feel? What do you, what do you look like? What, what, is, what is, has someone said? Oh, you look good. You know, all these are factors that we don't take into account, you know, and it's, it's important. Um, I know someone who sees themselves much, much different than what they really are. Oh, yeah, there's many people like that. I can't think what they call it, but... Um, well, you have, I mean, you have, like, for example, you have anorexia, which yeah. is where, where people think that they're fat, but they're actually not. And then you've got the, the opposite of that, which is... Um, What's the term for that? Even some bodybuilders have that as well. Bodybuilders have the same. So it's they think that they, I think they think they're much 
not this, not what's this dysmorphia or yeah, I mean, the things I haven't studied, so uh, you know, not dystopia, not dystopia. Yeah. That's a, no, I ain't got a clue. I, don't, I, I ain't got a clue. I don't know. Just, I think it's dysmorphia. You can't, so you can't know every yeah. word of the alphabet. No, <laughs> the dictionary. Well, get to it gradually. You know. I hope you know every letter of the alph alphabet, but no. Yeah, oh, so I, this is... I can't do that. Like... <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, look, the the way we think has been around since the Second World War. It's as simple as that. And um, you know, we have to move on from that. Mm -hmm. We have to be. We have to make better quality decisions, even as clinicians. You know. We have to make better quality decisions, and and that goes with the um, the person that you're trying to help as well. Well, look, got, you know they've got to want it deep down inside them. You you know you you say that you've been thinking like that since the Second World War, and not me. Yeah, I wasn't no, alive. <laughs> no, but as a society, you have. You know, in the UK especially, as a society, you've been thinking a certain way. Same as the Germans. They've been thinking a certain way ever since they came out, out of the war. Um, the Americans, you know, they although they weren't really they weren't impacted that much by the war, there was certain factors from a societal perspective that impacted them. And then they went straight from the Second World War into the Korean War, from the Korean War into the Vietnam War, and now they're in a in a war that's been going on. This is—I know this is a bit of a sidetrack, but this is this this is what influences a society's thinking. There's a gen in the Afghan war now in the Middle East with the Americans involved. They've they've even have cases where a son, a son, of a father that was in Afghan Afghanistan mm -hmm. is now in Afghanistan. So it shows how long they've been at war there. If you can can call it a war. Mm -hmm. And this impacts the way a whole society will think. Now, what happened after the Second World War with, with the UK was very tragic because there was a lot of, um, you know, I, I just saw it from my grandmother, my grandmother's perspective in South Africa. Yeah, we, we had a very similar impact from the war with us where there was a lot that we couldn't have. You know, we had to really tighten the tighten the, the strings a little bit and really like and the purse strings and and really safeguard ourselves and my grandmother used to stack up her cupboards full of canned foods just yeah, in case yeah, they, just, yeah. just in case just in and, case it's yeah. people do that now though it's I'm, people do that now i'm pretty sure there's and this is yeah. what i'm leading to and this 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 perpetuates that way of thinking perpetuates itself from generation to generation until you decide to make a change until people decide that, you know, there is a there is an alternative. You don't have to hoard everything in order to safeguard yourself just in case, you know. Um, and it's the same the same the same applies to the way people have been have been generating incomes for the last 50, 60 years. You know, people still think that a job is a safe way to make money, you know, a safe way to secure your, your your, your livelihood anymore. for your future. But it's it's not, and that's been the case for more than twenty years. But people still think it is. Unfortunately, the vast majority of people still think that having a job is a safe and secure way to safeguard your future. Having it's, having skills is is probably the most secure way. Having skills sure. that you can, so that if you do get sacked, you can just go. Well, actually, I work for myself, or go to another company because I've got all these skills, and 
So and the, and the same applies to health, our health, and yeah. us being fat or skinny. We it's a skill set, number one. We you know we can learn the skills to lose weight, lose fat, not weight, but to lose fat, or we can choose not to lose those skills, or use those skills, or learn those skills. But also, it's a mindset thing. People people have carried that psychology over that that mass psychology from the war where you ate whatever you could when you could because you never knew when you were going to be getting food again. It was uh, it was funny you saying that because uh, I was born just less than 10 years after the Second World War. Unbelievable. But it's crazy, um, I know. <laughs> you know the way I think, the way I feel, I feel like I'm, you know, yeah. no. anyway, um, yeah, so and, and my, roots, my mum, they were always talking about Germany and all that. Oh, yeah. You know, and and we had we always it we always it well i've got to say you know well done to my working class parents you know and um uh, you know we were we were fed well but we, i was i was actually taught to eat every scrap mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right not leave anything mm-hmm. you're not allowed to leave unless i got force fed liver then i don't you're allowed to leave the table until, <laughs> until your food's finished yeah so yeah. um so I'm still the same now. I still hate wasting food. So that comes from from you know when I was a child. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't see what's the point in wasting money on food if you're going to throw it away. You know anyway. Um, but I think for now, for people these days, 2021, we all need to rethink about fat. Mm-hmm. Right, and and the way we approach it, the way we think about it. And um, and the way we deal with it. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, I wrote down a couple of things here, and it was just like towards the end. But the, my question was, how much do you want it? In other words, if someone comes to me and says they want to lose weight, and how much do you want it? How badly do you? How much do you desire it? Okay, because I don't. I, I'm not prepared to work with anyone um, unless they're prepared to take you know do whatever takes to, um, over a long period of time. It could be a short period of time. But it could be long, depending on who they are and what type of position they're in. And um, and I, I only work with committed people, I'm not yeah, interested yeah. in working with anyone else. And this has got nothing to do with money, you know. It's got to do with desire. It's got to do desire. with what, what the people want. So we are unique. We need to rethink the way we do things. And we, we need to, to look at the person and say, who is that person, you know. Who is that individual? Because that's what we are, individuals, you know. Mm-hmm. And we must have a synergistic approach to everything. It's, it's, it's so important because you, you've got to look at the whole person, you know. Do we look at things like detoxification? Absolutely. Oh, that's a big word, detoxification. I know, I know. I, I, I only write it as detox, but <laughs> yeah. you know, when people say they're going in detox, it's normally for drugs, so I didn't want to say that. But, uh, <laughs> but um, so detox your system. But well, yeah, you say that that could be that could be an added problem. You know what, what could be uh, an added problem? Whether they're legal or illegal drugs, that could, that oh, could have okay. a tremendous yes. effect on what's happening. Oh yes, them. oh yes. We've got to look at quality. You know, we mentioned it before: quality of food. Mm-hmm. Not so much quantity. Mm-hmm. Quantity doesn't do it for me. Quality does. Well, the, 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 this is a key. This is a key point here. 
and and I'm sure most people that that will be watching this will be able to identify is that yeah, you know, let's say for example McDonald's. <clears throat> now, if you go to a traditional burger house, like a, a family-owned burger place, okay, where you get a bun that's like this this size, you know, with a burger patty inside that's about that big, lettuce, tomato, all the, the relishes and everything like that. You eat one of those, you are done. But if you go to McDonald's, you can easily have two Whopper, two whatever they are. I don't know, I think burgers are Whopper, right? Because of the calorie, yeah, the lack of quality. The, the calories are so empty that within an hour, you're feeling hungry again. Yeah. yeah? Um, so there in itself is, yeah. That's why, it, that's why I keep it to one every three months. <laughs> now, there is a difference because when I was in the USA, I stayed most of the time in California, um, and uh, they've got a burger chain called In-N-Out Burgers. Okay. And these are to die for. When you go, you when you go to McDonald's as a queue, when you go to In and Out Burgers, there's a football crowd waiting. That's that's the difference. But there's I don't know how many stores there are and things like that. But but uh, I'll tell you what, I'd queue up all day for it. Seriously, um, it's just just better quality and everything. But anyway, um, so there's lots of things for us to think about if we're thinking about working with someone. And and one of the things is. You have several systems in your body, all right, and they've all got to be working correctly and efficiently. Mm -hmm. So we go, we strip it back to the basics, and and start working on different areas. You know, such as the digestive system. That's the first one that you have to sort out. Okay, and that includes from from here, right, you know, to you excreting stuff out. Mm -hmm. You know, and you've got to get it right as much as possible. You know, do we get it 100% right? No, I don't think we do. But at least get it into the higher percentages of getting getting things right, you know. And you'll know. You'll know if it's right. I don't need to say anything to you because, you know, whether you've got gas, whether you've got bloating, whether you're, you know, the quality of uh, what you get rid of, you know, you, you know. All right. So that's what I, I work on first. Second thing I work on is the immune system. All right. The immune system is there to protect you. You know, if you think about what's going on for the last year, this is the thing, right, that makes the difference. I have no problems with that. Oh, yes. The, the immune you get hit with bacteria, fungi, viruses, toxins, and your body is a brilliant bit of kit that can deal with most things. But the worse state you're in, the less overload, or sorry, the more chance of overload. Of, of crap and that's when you go down all right mm -hmm. so your immune system is very very important and so then, your, then your endocrine system is impacted because oh, of i ain't got to that one yet <laughs> but yeah i mean you're right I, you know jump onto that i mean that deals with your growth your development your mood everything it's your messenger system yeah absolutely and it goes hand in hand with your neuro system yep your neurological yeah, system because then you yeah. talk about mental clarity learning memory and all that and all these things work in conjunction with each other it's a bit like as i say having a i think i mentioned before like the armed forces There's all different branches of the armed forces yeah you have yeah even the wages department you need them all yeah because if you, you don't everything. pay your, if you don't pay your soldiers they're not yeah that's right you. they're not happy not happy bunnies they don't get money as well that's what almost so, that's what almost happened to alexander the great right 
Yeah. He, he couldn't afford to pay his soldiers at one stage, I think it was. Uh, they yeah. were, uh, and they were ready to abandon him until he promised them the riches upon arriving in Rome. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, that's... So that they were revolting before they start, and then they end up revolting. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but then you, you've got the other things as well. People, we think about this quite a bit, and that's the cardio side, you know, the blood flow and the heart. But we also got urinary, urinary as well. Mm -hmm. right? It's again, it's another waste system, isn't it? And you, you filter blood and everything like that. So, but all these things need to work together. And the one I, I haven't don't mention, probably because I'm not a woman, is the reproductive system. Okay? Well, we do have we do have reproductive. Yeah, I know, but it's yeah. Okay, yeah. but I'm talking about you know the the baby side of it, and um, but all these systems have to work together, and they all rely on each other. Now, what happens if you don't work on these things? Um, is there's a knock-on effect? There's a domino effect, a ripple effect of things that can go wrong. And they all start, you know, if you don't get your cells right, yeah, okay, which covers all of this, yeah, a lot of it's not going to work properly. Mm. So you have to you have to go down to the cellular level and get that working correctly. Now, thankfully, for 99% of people, they don't have to think about this. Okay, that would be my job. <laughs> so, but you take one thing at a time. And um, and that's why the antecedents, as it were, the history is is one of the most important things, because you need to know everything about that person. Hopefully they'll tell you everything. Most won't. Well, you know, again, you won't get the best results then. Mm, you need most, to know everything. It's, it's yeah. a private conversation, but you need to... to Spill the beans. Most, most, the won't also, most won't also because they don't necessarily know the truth. They don't know everything well, about what's going on in their bodies as well. No, no, but they but they know, they know their history. They know whether they take illegal drugs or prescription drugs or if they drink a bit too much alcohol, all those types of things. You need to know all of that, everything, mm -hmm. all right, um, for you to do the best for them, you know. So, I mean – People ask you, how long will it take? Well, I say, how long's a piece of string? You know, it could take it could take a month, it could take three months, a year. How long did it take you to put on that fat in the first place? Precisely, you don't know. Yeah. Because you did one little bite at a time. Yeah. So you can't you can't gauge how long it's gonna take. Uh, it's up it's up to you, the individual. It's up to you, the, the nutritionist or the trainer, whoever's dealing with the individual. And it's their mindset. It's their belief system. How how high up the scale of beliefs is it for them to be healthy? Yeah, you know, because we we're we're taught and conditioned to focus on making money, having families, mm. all of that, and that yes, is, <laughs> that that is high up in our in our belief system. Yeah, yeah. is 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 of those factors of of our lives. But the health is sits way down over here. So one of the one of the key things I when I'm working with somebody that wants to really work with me on a, on a full, full scale, I'll say to them, okay, you need to now take your belief half where, where on that scale of one to five does your health sit. And if your mm -hmm. health sits anything below three, then we have to focus on getting that belief up so they can start to believe that they can lose that fat. Because yeah, if they don't believe they can lose the fat, it goes back to what we were saying earlier, then it's not going to happen, right? You can change everything else. 
But at the end of the day, they're just going to keep tripping over themselves. Well, I, this is this is the one thing about you know you see all these things about the Cambridge diet and different diets. Do they work diet up to a point? Yeah, all work. They all work up to a point. Yeah. So but does the water diet. What? Yeah. But what I'm saying is, unless you take care of the underlying causes of everything, you'll just go back to the same place you were at, and you would have wasted your time and money. Hundred percent. Yeah. You know, and you need to go down to what you can't see. Mm-hmm. You know, and. Uh, Again, that's the type of thing that I um, enjoy doing. So um, will we'll relaxing come into it? Absolutely. Will sleep come into it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, exercise, hydration, you know, but one of the things, one of the, one of the big things that people don't think about is stress. Stress can affect everything. So you would need for them to lose that stress gradually. For it to have a complete, the complete effect, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. And um, so, so the question was, what really makes you fat? It ain't as easy. You can't answer it in. Uh, you can't it's answer. Sort of, it. Yeah, it's not as simple as that. It's not as simple as that. Yeah. So um, people can write what they like. They come up with all these canned answers, but the canned answer would be like a novel. And you have to go through things gradually and find out what's wrong, what's right, what's wrong, what needs changing. It could be you could be combining foods wrongly. Incorrectly. I mean, and that's and that's another one. There was another one I was thinking of, but I can't, can't think of it for the moment. So it goes on and on. Now, you would if you if you came to me or someone else, you know, you wouldn't know most of what was going on. You know, because you, I'd just be asking you serious questions and then, you know, I'd work out what would be best for you because it is individual. The plan wouldn't have to be individual. It's not – there's going to be a lot of um, similarities with other people. Oh, yes, of course. But, but oh. there are going to be things unique to you. Oh, no, the other one was um, getting tested for allergies as well. Okay. So that would be a, 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 that'd be a side issue, but it, w- it would be important as well. Maybe. I don't know. So, because some people don't really don't suffer very much. Well, that's something that you could you could look. If you can see the symptoms on the individual face value, then you might want to see get them to to have an allergy test done. But often you that's something that you may do down the line in three months time, four months time, six months time. You know, when when you've you've not necessarily exhausted all your other options, but you've you've kind of because as much as it as you want to get as much information from somebody in the beginning as a as a nutritionist or as a trainer or as a as a wellness expert you it, very often it is going to be a matter of elimination <clears throat> you start to eliminate certain mm-hmm. factors and and possibilities or not possibilities but you're eliminating certain potential in, uh, in, you know, negatively impactful um, contributions to a person's fat and their weight so yeah, the first thing is the eating habits and all of these kind of things. But as you as you kind of get that into into line and you start and that's looking that's looking smooth, they may they may still not lose the fat. No, that's then, right. then you look at okay, let's see if you have any allergies, and then you get them to have an allergy test, and then sometimes that just really st- stimulates a person. Yeah, you know, we I've I've noticed the same thing with with some people with um, with our Zinobiotic. You know, because because of what it does for the gut, 
and the way it helps to cleanse the gut where most of your allergies are going to stem from that part of the body you know when that happens a lot of the time people just kind of change yeah physiologically speaking they just change they shift because <laughs> that that does help to clean the system out from the gut point of view Mm -hmm. where a lot of these bios are these bacterias are formulating and that and they just spread throughout the body from there and um you, you know people don't know unless they have the test done and yeah. then sometimes you, you can take you can take the xenobiotic and that literally does it for you that helps to eliminate mm -hmm. those bacteria and things from the system and then the body's able to relax a little bit easier and then it can lose that ex excess fat that's yeah. been stubbornly held onto because this is the other fact. This is the other factor, folks. Is that, yeah, you know, when your immune system and your body is is compromised through because of your chronic inflammation in your body, you can do whatever you want to do. That fat is just you, you. Maybe the majority of that fat will budge, will move, will go, but there's going to be a factor involved where there's going to be a certain part, certain percentage of that fat that's just not going to go anywhere. Because your body needs that, will need that fat because you have chronic inflammation in your body to, to help it to survive, all right? And it holds on to that fat and it holds on to water. Until you get rid of that, very often people just cannot lose that excess, that excess fat. So they have to get rid of that chronic inflammation first. And it's the same, it's the same yeah, with allergies. Inflammation, or it could be, could be, um, it could be a blockage. Uh, I think one, one of the things that makes a big difference, which a lot of people don't realize, is you know, you, you see people with malnutrition, but actually, you could 100% you could eat all the right things and mm -hmm. still be malnourished. Mm -hmm. And that's because something inside, you know, your uh, small intestine isn't working properly. Mm -hmm. So, I, these I are other areas you've got to look at, you know. I had a similar case like that. I did a test once before in Dubai. Where I was malnourished because I was malnourished. I wasn't, you know, I just wasn't. My energy was not good, and my strength was not good. My ability to function, focus wasn't good. So I went, I went for a test, and I was eating healthy, clean foods generally. But yeah. my the problem with with my diet was is that I was drinking water too soon after my food. So I wasn't drinking with my food, okay, which is even worse. But after the eating, I would be thirsty and I'd drink. And I'd drink so much that I'd literally flush the enzymes out of my system. So that compromised my immune system and it compromised my health in general because I just I was depleted of nutrients. Yeah. So it's you know, this this was this is another another factor, which is not something that people are educated on, but it is a it is a, a clear case as to why some people could be fat as well. There's so many factors, but I think we've touched we've touched on the most important ones. Yeah, absolutely. And um, as I say, I think we're I think we're about done now. Um, mm. We've been going 43 minutes, and um, so what really makes you fat? As I say, there's a whole uh, cornucopia of things. Cornucopia. Oh, it just came out of nowhere. That did. That's maybe like the third time I've ever heard that word come yeah. from someone else's mouth. Yeah, I've never said it before. I just. <laughs> Just came out of nowhere. But um, so, if if you've got any questions that you need to ask us, do it, do it on this Facebook Live. There'll be yeah. you know you can comment on on, on Facebook, and uh, we'll come back to you and speak to you about it. And um, if you found this useful, please share it. You can love it, like it, comment, 
whatever. Okay. Not, li not like it. Even if you don't, if you, you don't like it, comment on that you as well. We're, we're, yeah. we're quite happy either way. So um, with that, we're going to leave you to. Is there anything you want to finish up by saying at all? No, all thank right. you, sir. I'm done. Okay, so am I. <laughs> All right, have a fantastic rest of the week, everyone, and um, stay safe, stay well, and uh, stay healthy. Speak to you Indeed. soon. Bye-bye now. See, See you next week.